Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. My name is Mitch. I've got another guest with me today. I've got one of our one of our male members who uh, haven't we haven't had too many of them on the podcast yet. But I've got Mick with me today. So welcome, Mick. Hi, how you going? <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, mate. We uh, we've been trying to sort of tee this up for a while, and finally we're able to to make a time. But Mick's got a bit of a issue with his power at home, so if it does, <laughs> we do get a bit of a bit of a scratchy noise, and that's why. But we'll we'll do our best. So. Uh, want to talk a little bit uh, with Mick about his time with us. Him and his wife Karen have both been training with us the last couple of years. But Mick's got a bit of a cool backstory. He used to be playing a pretty high level rugby league here in Newcastle. So I wanted to to start the conversation there, mate, and talk a little bit about that as well as the training and gym stuff that you did with that. Um, yep. So when when did you start playing footy, mate? Were you, were you a youngster when you kicked that off? Yeah, mate. So, yeah, Youngster started when I was seven uh, down on the Central Coast uh, for Arimba Magpies. And, um, yeah, just um, got into rugby league as a sport and, uh, yeah, just started to develop over the years. And um, I probably – my first experience with a, a sort of like a gym was sort of just in my own backyard, really, um, just starting out doing weights just to try and get that competitive edge over kids. I was probably only like – 14 maybe 15 I don't know if that was too young to start but um just sort of started throwing around weights in the backyard and then you know I got picked up by the North Sydney Bears back then um when I was 16 and yeah just weights like a lot of powerlifting, a lot of sort of cardio a lot of you know um track like out on the field training um yeah so it, it sort of steamrolled from there I just I suppose, yeah, it started at a young age, sort of being in the gym. Um, and, yeah, so played football for North Sydney Bears and then I eventually got picked up by the Newcastle Knights. Uh, I think it was around 2002 and I moved up from the Central Coast uh, to play football at the Knights. Uh, and, yeah, within the first year I, uh, <laughs> I went from playing under 20s to playing reserve grade uh, for the Knights and then... Uh, by the end of that first season, I was training with the with the first grade squad. So all of a sudden, I was surrounded by you know like Andrew Johns and uh, you know Danny Badiris, Tamana Tahu, Matt Gidley, all those really awesome players. Uh, and the training just went like uh, you know from you know five days a week to seven days a week. So um, yeah, it was it was a pretty cool experience, but it was a bit overwhelming, I think, for my age. I was only nineteen, and here I was training with these grown men that were, you mm. know, very very fit. Um, but um, yeah, it was just a, a really good in experience. Um, but yeah, same sort of training continued. You know, power, a lot of powerlifting back then, um, a lot of sort of yeah, yeah, just it was more power based. Um, yeah. especially at, get, night, at 19 you wouldn't a big part of it would have been to get stronger 
I imagine. Yeah. I was pretty small too, so compared to the other players. So they were sort of like pushing me to put on weight and to put on size um, just so I could, you know, match it with the with the bigger yeah. guys. So that, just the amount of weights and eating and diet and, oh, it was it was pretty intense actually. But, um, yeah, it was a good, good uh, lesson to learn in terms of training and all different types of training we did. Um, we probably lacked in sort of, uh, you know, now is like stretching, like is an important part. Um, we, we didn't do as much sort of yoga or, or stretching. And, and that's probably why we, we picked up so many injuries. Um, and even myself, I picked up a lot of injuries, uh, you know, <laughs> over the years through rugby league. I know it's a contact sport, but I'm sure if we had the, you know, the knowledge now that, you know, it's important to, you know, uh, warm up properly and, and stretch properly, it would have been a lot better. Um, yeah, I actually, and that's, you know, I played, I played a few seasons with the Knights and that's actually what ended my career with the, with, uh, with the Knights. Uh, I ended up breaking, breaking my ankle and dislocating it uh, in a tackle. Mm. And I just, I just never could get back to that sort of, um, Oh, I just I lost a lot of confidence. So, um, yeah, and basically that sort of ended that for me. Unfortunately, I was probably only one game off getting a start in in first grade. I played one trial game with the Knights against Penrith. Um, but yeah, the, the during the State of Origin period when Tamana Tahu, Matt Gidley were um, being selected for New South Wales, uh, I was pushing for a spot and was probably the next game I would have got a start in first grade, but then I broke my ankle. So yeah, I'm very, very close. It's uh, I've, I've, you've told me that story before and we've discussed that. And it's, I mean, obviously extremely unfortunate in the, the timing of it all. Because yep. I feel like, especially in, in a professional sport, injuries are the difference between someone who makes it and someone who doesn't. And not only that, but like you can make it and make it big. Like, if, yeah. If, you know, one of those plays you mentioned, if they had have had a really bad injury when they were 19 or 20, then they might not have ever got a start and that would have been it. They would have gone and got a job yeah. or done something else. But, yeah, what I want to sort of backpedal there for a little bit. First of all, um, growing up Central Coast, playing for Arimba, I actually played for Berkeley Vale. I think I've told yeah. you that. So yeah. Arimba were like our – the entrants were our rivals, but we didn't like the Magpies much either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I thought yeah. But, yeah, and then playing for the Bears, like you're like living my childhood dreams, mate. I was a, Bear, <laughs> I was a Bears supporter until they yeah, went same. out of the comp. I loved them. And yeah, actually lately there's been a bit of, bit of talk about them getting back into the comp. Um, you know, because they've got such a huge fan base still, which is they do. It's cool. Yep. I, I did actually hear a rumor, and I don't know if there's any truth to it, but they might even be looking to be like the Perth Bears or something. So like, yeah. So anyway, that that's a bit off topic. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see how that yeah. goes because they, yeah, they've still got a huge legion of supporters. But yeah, interesting when you're saying getting into weights at a at a young age. And yeah, 14 or 15, I don't think it's too young, but as long as you sort of know what you're doing and you don't hurt yeah. yourself. But also at that age, you, you tend to bounce back pretty pretty quickly if you have a bit of a niggle in your shoulder or, or yeah. something. But for, for rugby league players, it, it tends to be, from my knowledge of it all, probably got one of two things. You've either got the big guys who are looking to get fitter and probably trim up a little bit so they can actually... Yeah play for longer periods without having need to rest. Yeah. 
And then you've got guys like you, like you mentioned, you're, you're a little bit smaller and, you, and you're just trying anything and everything to, to put on size. Um, yeah. And you see it now as well. Like in the, in the comp, you see some of the younger guys coming through and there's just not much of them. Like they're probably 80, yeah. 85 kilos ring and wet, yeah. which is still, you know, they're not small compared to normal people, but, you know, compared to these 110 kilo front rowers, like they're going to eat them for, well, they're probably 100 yeah. kilo wingers now. That's that's sort of yeah. changing. Oh, no. but, um, so, yeah, wanted to talk a little bit about, like you mentioned, the training a lot in the, you know, in the, the program with the Bears and then the Knights. So were they... Yep organized gym sessions or was that stuff just for you to do by yourself yeah well they were organized gym sessions and they brought brought in a uh, a power lifter a former power lifter that went to the olympics i can't remember his name but um and it was just yeah so just learning general techniques of the snatch and clean and deadlift and and all that um it was good because you get get the right technique from a young age so uh that was that was helpful um but I feel like that we focus too much on that and not the other aspects of sort of uh, performance, uh, like stretching and, 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 you know, your fast twitch muscles as well. You know, like we, I think we just concentrated too, too much on being, you know, explosive and strong. Like, yeah. Uh, but it's anyway, a fine, it's, it's a fine line, isn't it? Because yeah, I mean, and they, I think there's probably, cause that was what, like 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's probably been a lot, well, there has been a lot of research done between then and now. And yeah, maybe just a bit of an outdated sort of school of thought back then when they thought all these players yeah. are big and bulky and strong, but that's going to slow them down. It's going to make mm. them more immobile. And like like you mentioned, when typically if you're big and bulky and strong, you've got a lot of muscle mass, but you're not very flexible or mobile, you are more yeah. prone, prone to injury, like like you mentioned because any, yep. especially with foot, footy where, or, you know, most contact sports, you do it, there's a lot of change of direction. There's a lot of impact. Yeah. If your muscles are only being trained to work in one plane, like, you know, your bench press, your, your presses, your, your rows, your deadlifts, any sort of rotation or anything off tilt is going to, it's going to hit you pretty hard. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, in one off season, they asked me to put on about 10 kilograms in weight um, just to, to bulk up i think i was about sitting about 80 kilos i wanted me to get up to 90 kilos is sort of the average sort of wing, winger for an nrl player what's well, probably bigger now but um and so i i used to smash myself with the food just constantly eating trying to gain weight you know lifting heavier weights uh you know and i ended up getting to 90 kilo but the problem was as soon as i went out onto the field and and tried to explode off the off the mark you know i was tearing my groin my hamstrings and I, yeah, it was just constant for a lot of the players during that time. So I, I think it was just a bit overkill. Yeah. Hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of the show. Did you used to train like that during season or was that more like the off season where they they sort of dedicate that to strength? 
Yeah, they did sort of phases. So in the in the uh, off season, we we'd um, go sort of um, lower reps and just lift heavier. And then as the season rolled around, it was sort of higher reps and and sort of less weight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it. It just yeah. I mean, it would be good for powerlifting, but I just feel like it was the wrong sort of training for what we were doing. Like you yeah. said, yeah. So yeah, and I and I feel like if you were you know young guys now coming through, it probably would look very different, just because yeah, a bit more experience, a bit more research, and a bit more know how. Because yeah, I think more important than than strength is injury prevention. You know yeah. where. You know, from what I understand of it, like the, the off seasons are, are really dedicated to, to to strength because you're not really yeah. doing much contact stuff. And then yeah. when, when you sort of get into pre-season and, and playing, it's more, I mean, pre-season, as you know, it's like a fitness side of things. You're trying to get fit again to play. And yeah. then through the season, it's just managing your body. It's doing a lot yeah. of recovery stuff yeah. because, you know, obviously in your case, you know, that might not have... Uh, been able to be avoided but um yeah a lot of injuries happen and if there are things that you can do to to limit that then i think the coaches and the training staff and the clubs would be would be doing that but yeah absolutely you know we've i've I've asked you this before and you don't i don't want you to share any but i i (laughs) one of the first things we spoke about i said surely you've got some stories from back in the the night's days early 2000s and uh, I know you did, so we won't share them on here. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, of, lot of stories. It's good, good memories. But uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were in. That's they won the premiership in '97 and '01, yeah. so they were like rolling at that. Yeah. Point. Well, were, I came. I came in once they'd won that 2001 premiership, so they were like the best of the best. So yeah, interesting uh, yeah. time to be around it all. It, it was, yeah. Yeah. So cool. We'll, we'll fast forward a little bit because that was obviously earlier on in the years. And then you know you yep. started training with us uh, and your wife a few years ago at our one of our boot camps, and then now yep. obviously transitioned over to where we are at Cardiff. But uh, what what did you do after you sort of stopped playing footy? And then when we yep. met you years later, what did you yep. do from an exercise standpoint in that period? Yeah. Look, I've tried a range of different sort of. Uh, you know, whether it be sporting or, or just going to the gym, but I just found it hard with motivation once you stop playing football, just to keep up that motivation and sort of like competitive team sort of environment. And uh, I tried triathlons for a bit there and that was sort of an individual sport. I didn't really, there's a lot of training by yourself. And um, so I didn't really enjoy that. Um, you know, I joined some gyms, uh, you know, like Anytime Fitness and and those sort of 24-hour gyms. Again, you're training by yourself, uh, not, you know, there's no one really leading you through, even though I have the knowledge of how to probably train myself. Um, you know, I was missing missing that sort of group environment. Um, so, yeah, I tried that. I even tried a, a, a stint of CrossFit even, and I found that was, like, it was good, but, you know, I think for, like, someone that played a contact sport with a lot of injuries that I've had uh, CrossFit just wasn't a good fit for my body physically. Uh, my injuries would just, it would just cause so many problems with my, my body um, in CrossFit. So I think after I, I ventured down that path, I was, I kind of stumbled across, uh, you know, the, the group fitness at Elmore Vale there in the hall. And um, 
just uh i guess for me that it just worked like i was after sort of a quick get in get out sort of session uh and i wanted to hit some cardio and some some weights uh and it sort of just ticks all those boxes and plus it's sort of a, a team environment uh in that sense i know you're working out for yourself but um you know you're around people and you're still um you know it still feels sort of like a community and it's, it sort of ticks that box as well so uh, when you started a gym over at Cardiff um, a couple of years ago, yeah, then uh, I guess we 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 got back into that as well, and yeah, it just sort of ticks the boxes for me. Um, yeah. You know, the fitness, the cardio, the the weights, and the and the the community sort of you know workout. I enjoy that. Uh, it's really good. It's it's interesting because we we quite often have um, guys and girls who played team sport a lot growing up, and and you know as yeah. adults as well. And that's what they're used to. They they like being around other people. Like you know, playing any yeah. team sport, such a huge part of it is who's on your team and and yeah. that's uh, that whole team dynamic and the group dynamic within training and also you know in in the games and you know, how you celebrate and recover. It's all all tied in together. And yeah, yeah going from that to running try you know doing triathlons like you mentioned that's like one extreme yeah. to the other because oh, no. when you do yep. triathlons or marathons or anything it's like you know stick in your headphones go for a long ride go for a run or you know go for a swim and it's you know there's no one no one within QE of you so it's very yeah very different but priorities tend to change as well you know and, and for you yeah. like it would have been very obviously when you were younger it was all based around footy like it's how yeah. can I become better at footy like i'll get stronger yeah. get faster you know all those things that you want to be to to play at a you know really high level professional footy and then you know age does its thing and then it changes what we what we want you know we're not really as worried about how much we can lift anymore or you know yeah. how fast we are it's about getting in like you mentioned a bit of cardio a bit of weights staying healthy staying limber yeah. and and yeah. staying out of out of injury and yeah, absolutely. I know you've had a couple of sort of aggravated moments with with injuries and things, but how has that been sort of in in recent years? Yeah, like it's it's been fine. I think uh, you know, um, yeah, I, very minimal. Have I had any injuries now? Because I, I guess I know my body quite well. I know sort of what injuries get aggravated by what exercises, uh, and you know, I'll just go a bit lighter. I guess just the knowledge of knowing your own body and not pushing it. Like, like you said, I, I, I'm not as competitive as what I used to be in terms of, I can come to the gym and not try to lift the heaviest amount. I'm, I'm there to be healthy and, 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 you know, and live a longer life, you know? And so I guess that aspect of going all in, I don't have to, like, I still push myself beyond, and some of your workouts are like harder than the ones I've done at, at the night. So, I mean, that passion bulker <laughs> one, that's like what got to be one of the hardest exercise or workouts I think I've ever done. Oh, geez, you, you're making my head big now, mate. I'm very, very proud yeah. of myself now. Yeah, you should be. It's <laughs> a bloody hard, hard workout. Yeah, no, and, and it does change. You know, it comes with age, it comes with experience. And, and like you said, when you, when you get to know your body a little bit more and, and having a more mature training age, like you've been doing it for, for a long yeah. time, sort of obviously different types of training. But yeah. realizing that you going in and lifting the most that you can lift isn't the most important thing for you at the moment. You've got, you know, wife, you've got kids, like you're not. Yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. Like, it, nah. 
it's more of like an ego thing <laughs> for a lot yeah, of Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Like you you worry you you wanna you wanna lift some weights, you want to do some cardio, but it's about fit, feeling healthy and looking at you know life into the future and living a longer, more full life. And yeah. that's that's sort of what we try to embody. It's it's coming in, have a good time. You know, you do all your you made your lifts, you're still getting stronger, you're getting fitter, but it's not about trying to set any, you know, world records or or any powerlifting records or anything because, yeah. like, to be honest, there are lots of people out there who like that and that's great and they just, they're in other gyms and that's cool too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, last thing I just want to cover quickly, mate, you, you got a um, couple of kids now and um, yeah. you're involved in, in footy and everything. So how is it now for you seeing, seeing your... Uh, your kids sort of involved in, in sport and sort of going down that that uh, same path. Well, not necessarily the same path, but yeah, you know, starting starting to play like you did when you were a youngster. Yeah, it's it's really good, rewarding to see. Um, although, funny enough, like I uh, when my son started playing rugby league, I was kind of a bit hesitant, I suppose. Like it's I, just knowing all the injuries that I got over the years. Like it's it's such a good thing, team sport. But I mean, I just you know you worry about them. You can't help but worry about them, but uh, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's rewarding to watch. It's it's very good. Yeah. And, you, and you're involved a bit. You you do a bit of um, you help with training or you you sort of there on games. Yeah, yeah, where I can, I try and help out. Um, but yeah, I always you know take him out for a, a, an extra session here and there just to to show him some things, just to help him. But um, yeah, it's enjoyable, definitely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting because, yeah, you, you've come full circle with it and you sort of went down that road of pursuing a professional career and injuries and everything. Yeah. So, you know, maybe for him it can be a little more of just something fun to do. And yeah, and that's that's what I push on to him. I say, mate, as long as you have fun out there, that's all that matters. Like, don't worry about, you know, this and that. Just You just have fun. <laughs> yeah. And well, one last thing, which is a bit off topic, but it's um, I was talking to... Um, one of the members the other day and we're talking about kids sport and we got talking I said it and I said the worst question that you can ask a kid like whether it's your kid or someone else if you weren't at the game and you say oh you know how's footy did you win and it's like yeah I think celebrating victory or being upset if you lose like I think it's natural to want to win and to not want to yeah. lose but if that's your yeah. leading question where it's like, oh, did you win? And then they're like, oh, no, I yeah. didn't. Oh, that's, you know, better luck next time type of thing. Where yeah. you know, I think and where we kind of were discussing me and, you know, this other member was saying, you know, the question should be, did you have fun? And then yeah. especially when you're six or seven or eight, like it's not, yeah. you know, you want to win yeah. and everything, but changing that narrative a bit. So it's actually discussing, you know, did you have a good time? Because that's what, that's what you're there for when you're a kid. And I think yeah, sap the love out of the game if it's all about, you know, did you win or did you score a try? You know, like yeah. what's the score? Like it's all, it's all yeah. really matter. It needs to be about the fun. Yeah, absolutely. And like with his age anyway, it's under eight and they don't even keep score anyway. So oh, that's good. That, yeah. That's good. You know, they're going out there just having a run and having fun. So that's what counts. One last question, mate. So we do have a few Knights yep. fans who are probably listening. Um, yep. Who was who was the biggest asshole that you came across in the Knights? Examples. Yeah, I won't give you an example. Wow. Uh, well, I, I would say I would say majority are pretty good, but it, oh, 
Well, I don't know if I want to answer that one. <laughs> well, I don't want to. I, well, In case they see this. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the podcast has really taken off, mate. Steve likes to think it's Newcastle's number one podcast. So. <laughs> Yeah, right. uh, maybe they will listen. So yeah, we'll keep you yeah. keep that anonymous, mate. But yeah, uh, yeah, we, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. All good, Mick. Well, well thanks yep. a lot for coming on, mate. That, that was really fun and and cool to hear yep. your story. But yeah, glad that you've you found a place and, and your wife Karen as well, where you're coming and yep. working out and having a bit of a different perspective on training. I think it's a very healthy way to to look at it. And yeah, we love having you yep. guys there. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Thank cool. you. Thanks, Mick. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you on the next one. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.